Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I've been looking for a house with my husband for over a year with absolutely no luck. Okay. Um, yeah, and our realtor just found us like the house of our dreams. Oh, like cool. it is absolutely perfect. Um, but I hear a but up? coming here. Like, I know. I'm but. just waiting. Yeah. But what? So it's one block from my mother-in-law. Oh. And I love her. Okay. Like, I absolutely love her. It's just, it's like, and she knows we're looking at this house. Like, she's all excited. I just, I don't know how to tell my husband it's too close. I think it would absolutely damage the relationship. Yeah. I feel like boundaries would be crossed. I'm just. I don't know how to tell my husband. It takes a very strong family to all live next to each other. Like the Kardashians, they all live within like two houses of each other. Well, that's a cult. So that's different. Cults always uh, live together. We we had a family like that in our neighborhood where the mom, uh, she would watch the kids, you know, during the day. And then the daughters lived within a block from each other. And then it just like, it felt like there was always be That drama. was going to be my question about this. So you're like this close to mom. You would assume that she's going to do some of your daycare or at least watch your kids in a pinch. But even knowing that, you think still a block away is too close. Yeah, I think even knowing that is almost a point against because I'm like having my mom that close to watch kids would be yeah. fantastic. But I'm just like, uh, I love her. But there's things where I'm just like, I don't want her to be like full-time caretaker. For I kids. think you're foreshadowing trouble. I think that it's okay to not live next to her well, because and, you see the drama already. And I can guarantee some of our listeners have gone through this, so I think we'll just open up lines and see if anybody wants to give you any advice. So if you just want to turn up your radio, we'll do, uh, we'll do that. Oh, that'd be great. What if you found your dream home? It's in your price range. It's got all the amenities you want. It's a great neighborhood, but... You're a block away from your husband's mommy. That's what's happening with Bailey. She just called in and just said, uh, I love this house, but I don't know if I could live that close. You know, maybe she knows that her mother-in-law would be somebody that would just pop in. And Bailey doesn't like that. I can't believe how many people are texting in. Do not do this. Yeah. And that's coming from firsthand experience, I'm sure. When people advise like that. Jeff, got a thought here? That lady said something that was kind of concerning and kind of hypocritical. She said, like, if it was with a block away from her parents, it'd be okay, but not her mother-in-law. Well, what would her, how would her husband feel? Right. If she, yeah. Well, some like, situations and marriages have two totally different parents. Like, what if you have a great mother-in-law situation, but then your mom isn't completely ideal? I mean, that happens all the time. What if her husband thinks that uh, I don't want to live next? I don't want to live a block away from my mother-in-law. Yeah, well, then he can vocalize that. So then she should probably do the same thing. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, turnabout's fair play on that one. That's a good call, man. Uh, real quick, hey, Samantha, thoughts on this whole thing? Yeah, no, I don't think it's a great idea. I mean, I grew up next to, uh, it was my mom, my grandpa, my aunt, her kids, and then across the street, it was another set of uncles and cousins. Whoa. And then to the right, it was cousins and their kids. And there's just so much drama within the whole family. What kind of <laughs> drama would go down? Like, give us some juice. Um, 
A lot of it. I know there was a fight between my cousin and my parents about, oh, you're styling the house like ours. Or another one was one wanted to keep a horse at the grandpa's farm, and um, other people were not happy that they were doing horse dancing and training down there. So it's just a whole bunch of silly little things. (laughs) Oh, my God. What is horse dancing called in the Olympics? What is that called? Uh, Equestrian. What no, it, oh, that I don't even know. <laughs> it, you can get a gold medal in this. And Horse make your dancing. Home. Yeah, that is, that's some funny drama. Now, that's not like uh, so-and-so slept with somebody else. Now, Samantha, oh, were, no. were you somebody Nothing that like was... like that. It's just petty drama. Were you somebody that was opposed to the horse dancing? Because I can't ever imagine taking a horse dancing stance. Um, I mean, I wasn't. I didn't care about it. Yeah. <laughs> I love horses, and I love being around horses, so I was totally fine with it. Yeah. It's just other people were jealous that they couldn't get a horse and keep it down there, you when, know? <laughs> when you do the dancing, do you get to pick the format? Like, is it always ballroom, or is it sometimes jazz, or could you teach it to break dance, like spin on its head and stuff? I'd probably try EDM. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is a new t- a new thing. I mean, like, could you make a horse dance? If we gave you a brand new, just barely broken horse, could you make a dance, Samantha? Me, personally, no, because it was my cousin's husband who okay. taught the horse. But I want to bring Cameron on the show. He insists he's got something great to tell us. Go for it, big man. So, I have a story for you guys. Please. My mother-in-law, she lives down in Farmington in a trailer. She has a hoarding habit. She's oh. being forced to move out of the trailer, and guess where she's moving into? Your place. Your place? Our house. How do you stop the hoarding from making its way to your place? You just throw out everything. Oh. If she brings something in, you just throw it out. Oh, see, that's the thing. She'll see something on the side of the road and be like, oh, somebody will use that, and it never gets used. Oh, what does man. your wife say about this? <laughs> well, she's not going to let her you know, go homeless or anything, and I got to side with the wife. His family. Right. But, you know, we got three kids, you know, three bedrooms. The girls share a bedroom. And then we have my roommate, Jean, who sleeps in the den. And she's supposed to be moving in. And hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So hold. many people. We got, we got to rewind house. to the, the, the roommate is another wrinkle in here. So let me, so you and your oh, wife, so and you got three kids. That part. And is it a male or a female, Jean? He's a male. He's okay. my son's um, in-home PCA worker. Oh, okay. Got okay. It. So, yeah. Now, if you'd have said that instead of roommate, I would have got, okay, I get I get what you're coming from. So, now you got the three kids, mom and dad, Gene, and now mother-in-law is coming to stay. Four dogs, and one of them's pregnant with puppies. Jeez Louise. This is a sitcom. You are living a sitcom right now. <laughs> yeah. And the beauty of it is, is I have absolutely no say whatsoever about Anything. When does uh, when does mother in law arrive with all her random belongings? Uh, November first. And you... we told her to grab exactly what she needs, nothing more. Well, Can you, you t- can't tell a hoarder that they need newspapers from nineteen seventy two. Now another shower thoughts with JJ. You know, Kat, we're gonna have to wake up that Green Day dude pretty soon. Oh, when September ends. He's not cranky. At no point, at no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I never even thought about that. Thank you. That was another shower thought in the Playhouse. In sports big news, we had New York Yankee star Aaron Judge hit that 61. See ya! He's done it! Number 61! He's been changed! 
chasing history, and now he makes it. There you go. He and Roger Maris are tied with 61 home runs, the most anybody has ever hit in a single season in American League history. So now he'll be the record setter the next one, right? Yeah, and, then... and they're back at home. There's only a few games left in the regular season, and uh, I just hope they don't pitch around him. You know what I mean? Like, uh, all season long, yeah. you pitch to hitters. I. It, a lot of these pitchers are like, I don't want to be associated with this record. Yeah. Just pitch to him. Do your best. You know yeah, I mean? that's nasty. I, uh, that's I, nice. I hate when they pitch around guys like this, but it is cool to see history. I was watching Inside Edition, and there was this uh, older guy with his son who was in his 20s, and they were sitting in the exact seat that this guy's dad was when he caught Roger Maris's 61st. Oh, no way. And he was like waiting. He had the glove and so anticlimactic it didn't happen and uh, like the outfielder caught it but he was like alright next time I guess Aaron. A man on TikTok he is claiming that he found the best way to find good Chinese restaurants. The easiest way to find authentic Chinese food is to go on Yelp and look for restaurants with three and a half stars. TF Chang's two and a half stars. Bad. Din Tai Fung four stars. Too many stars. Too many white people like it. The service is too good. The food's not as good as it could be. The dumplings here are better. I've been here. They're going to pay attention to you. They're going to be rude but it's going to taste better. They're dinging all these restaurants because the service is bad. The food balances it out, so you end up at three and a half stars. There, there it is. you go. So it, it might not be like a health code violation. Maybe just these servers don't want to deal with the white people. Well, think about it. If you ever, do a, right. if you ever did a Yelp thing. review, a lot of times it's because of the service, not necessarily yeah. because of the product. Detention. Did you ever get it? I never got it. Never once did you get detention. Now, let me understand this. Right. As a juvenile, you stole cars. And you never got detention in school? Why would that affect me at school? Well, because obviously you're a delinquent. Uh, not at school. Oh, so you were only uh, was a, a horrible kid. member of society outside of school. I never talked back. I didn't do drugs. I was a, a, an athlete, a student athlete. I, I got eh, semi-good grades, but I stayed under the radar. I did not get in trouble at all. But we did live right across the street from the high school oh. and there's a Casey's general store right there. And so on Saturday mornings, uh, if I were to like walk there to grab something, I could see all of the people that were headed to detention all day. Cause they'd be getting their like uh, chocolate covered donuts and chocolate milk and stuff to it survive. Was weird Cause we didn't have detention on the weekends. Ours was always before or after school. Oh no. Ours and- were Saturdays for like four hours. Well, my almost entire senior year, I went in every morning early. Like my my dad would drop me off on his way to work early. I was I I had detention almost every day in my I senior just year. Wonder like why didn't you ever learn a lesson? You were so close to adulthood. How I, scary I for your parents so to think. Bored with school that I would just try and joke about everything. And some people didn't really really get this. And the reason I'm bringing it up is now that I'm coaching high school football too, I'm running into having to be kind of like the middleman for disciplinary stuff with some of these boneheaded kids. Yeah. And like they make some just dumb choices. And so, you know, the principal gets involved, the AD gets involved, but then it filters down to me and they're like, hey, we really need you to talk to these kids and try and get them, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, listen, I'm probably the last one you want talking to these kids, even though I'm an adult now. So I thought this would be kind of a fun, and I know we got a couple of minutes here, but I wanted to ask what you ever got detention for. And it's probably a silly reason. Listen, you get in a fight, you probably deserve detention. You uh, maybe skip a couple classes, probably deserve detention. So I lobbed this out on our Facebook page yesterday. Got a really good response. Emily said, I got detention for chewing gum. Now, as an adult, look uh, back at that. Yeah. How stupid is that? Yeah, I think that's really ridiculous. But 
to see the amount of gum that was underneath the desks. I get why they didn't want gum in school. Laura, I got detention for bending a spoon. Oh, so did I. Almost a year's full of it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, How about this? I filled in one of my friend's homework assignments to help her out. Then I got detention because they thought I was cheating off her work. Huh. So I wanted to ask real quick if you could call 251-1047. What was the stupid, silly reason you got detention? Now, I'm not here to give any ideas, but I left detention hours on the table when I graduated high school. Yeah. Like, because of what I did the final couple of days of my senior year... What if they make you go back and serve it? Wouldn't that be funny? You're in your mid-40s, and they make you go back and serve detention. uh, You still have 123 hours of detention you have to serve yet. I'll tell you what the stupid thing I did was, which I still think is super funny. Yeah. But I want to know yours. The stupid, dumb reason you got detention. What was yours? Shelly? I'm not calling you about me. I'm calling you about my son because it was hilarious. Oh, please tell. Okay. Uh, He might have been like in first second grade and he got a pink slip and detention for chasing the little girls around the playground with a piece of dog poop on a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. I'm serious. I had to go in and talk to the principal and I said I refuse to sign it because that is hilarious. Natasha was skipping class and smoking across the street from the high school. Natasha, so was I. Rhonda, I was on Saturday detention. Numerous months. Suspension didn't work for me. I was forging my mom's name and writing my own notes for a whole year. You know what? I would love to be a fly on the wall. Some of these parents now having the conversations with their kids, like, don't do what I did. And they're giving you a run for your money. Oh, Shell just texted in, when I left high school, I owed them 222 hours of detention, mostly for skipping school all the time, because there was a circus pizza right by my school, <laughs> and for smoking on premises. Oh, my God. So as I'm uh, coaching- I had teachers that would smoke on I had teachers that else. smoked in class. That's how old I am. That's crazy. Mr. Brown would light up yeah. in class, and then he had one of those big sliding windows next to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> He'd oh my blow it God. out there. And I just remember going- this can't be good for us, right? Yeah. We had Mr. Willard who like would refuse if if somebody called him out. Like, did you just go outside for a heater? He'd say no, but he stood at right outside the windows. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd watch him like blow smoke rings. You're getting secondhand oh. cancer from your elementary school teacher. <laughs> yes. That's great. So uh, I wanted to talk this morning about silly reasons you're getting detention. The reason is now that I'm uh, I'm coaching high school football too, and and what happens is these boneheaded kids they're just they're just dumb high school kids, right? Yeah. And they're not like, they're not really hurting anyone, but they're making stupid decisions or they're mouthing off to teachers. And then it comes to the principal and then the AD and then it filters down to me eventually. And they're like, you're our last resort. You got to talk to these guys. And I'm like, I'm probably the guy not most qualified to talk to you kids about. You wouldn't be able to muster up a speech. Oh, I can lie to them. No problem. Yeah, but I can, I can, I can never, that. if they ever knew what I did in high school, they yeah. just go laugh. They go, shut up, coach. I'm going to do what I want to do. Jesse, so. you're just like me. She says, I still apologize to my mom for being the horrible teen I was. I'm 36 now. I'm 37. And I always talk about how I call my dad a lot or like text him. Like trying to make up, totally trying to make up for how awful I was. In middle school and high school. So just dumb reasons you got detention. The chewing gum one is the stupidest. Mm-hmm. Eric, what was the dumb reason you got detention back in the day, man? I 
flushed a half-eaten apple down the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. So it clogged it. It caused damage. Did you know you were going to do that? Well, I know, but I did. And so it was during recess. So to get back, I rearranged the room as everyone was outside playing. <laughs> you like got left alone in the room, and so you like you turned all the desks the wrong way. That's where your brain went. That sounds like so much work. I just I just rearranged everything. Oh Her desk, God. all the desks, <laughs> and more detention you because know. of that. And yeah, I got like three more months. Of <laughs> three more months. <laughs> Oh, it was my so gosh. stupid. I mean, you think about the issues right now in schools, right? It, safety, just, uh, you know, everything that's an issue right now yeah. wasn't really an issue back in the day. So teachers had to have something to discipline you on. If but it was flushing an apple. Who are the teachers that had to go in? Like, that sounds horrible. You know when you're a parent and you have to do volunteer hours for your kids' sports? Yeah. Is it like that? Like, you have to do that a, a certain amount? I think that's why we didn't have Saturday detention where I grew up is oh. because I don't think any of those teachers were like... I'm not spending my Saturday morning with these juvenile delinquents. Right. Is that? Did you have after school or before school or Saturday, Eric? It was after school. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Hey, thanks for checking in. Good stuff. I appreciate it. So for me, it, it never worked for after school. I'm always like, I had something going on, right? You can't, yeah. you can't keep me from baseball practice. So I'd be like, all right, why don't you come in at you know 6:40 the next morning? And and the cool part was, I got to be like best friends with my detention teacher, uh-huh. and he would just let me do whatever I wanted. And so it turned into another study hall for me. It was basically what Sounds it was. like a problem. It was a problem. Let's begin now. Almost to the weekend, guys. Let's prepare to win a bunch of money this morning. First chance of free money high, low, and up to five grand in less than 30 minutes. How's Kat feeling? Uh, I am good. Had a nice, just like low-key night. Tonight, we were supposed to have football. Uh, Liam's still recovering. He had a, a good day yesterday. I was checking in with his teacher. Because uh, I was a little worried. Like when you walk in those like fluorescent lights yeah, that are at schools uh, with concussions don't mix. But uh, they were nice enough to dim the lights and stuff in class. So he thought that that was pretty cool and had a little headache after school. So we went home and put on some meditation music. Oh, and I laid with him and he just passed right out. So then I got up. You know, you have to get up really slowly so you don't <laughs> wake him up. And uh, so he was out for about an hour and a half. And then got up and did his homework and helped with a couple of chores. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want you to ever get a concussion again. families do. But we ate at the table last night. I know. The, like, it, people have always dogged on us that we just each go our separate ways when it comes to dinner. We'll grab our food. He'll watch his stuff. I'll watch my stuff, stuff like that. But uh, we sat at the table and it wasn't terrible. It, we might do it tonight. Revolutionary. We're going to do it tonight. And then we'll be done once he's done with this concussion. Stuff. Uh, speaking of dinner, I had all my family together last night you for uh, Nolan's birthday dinner. Yeah, the kids came in from college and uh, we went out, had a good dinner. Nobody really argued. Went back home, had a little ice cream cake. Oh, nice. And then, uh, and then both my kids were like, I-, I have a lab tomorrow I've got to prepare for. And my son was like, I have a project due tomorrow. I got to go back to class. And yeah. So it was uh, it was crazy. Like, my kids are growing up and responsible and nice. and Aww. Everything turned out. Isn't that a good. weird world now? Is this like it's they cool. drop in? It was it was good to have them home just for that amount of time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they just got enough food. I'm sure and Trisha just like she was in her happy yeah. place. What's trending? What's trending? New research.
research debunking common myths about teen sleep and why most teens don't get the recommended 8 to 10 hours a night. So they say, obviously, biological changes, social environmental pressures. Some may stay up a little bit later thinking about what the next day holds. And they say, listen, if you want to, after the age of about 10, 11, start giving them melatonin, uh, it will just be a natural way to get them to sleep. And they should average about 10 hours a night. All right. So a couple of trailers dropped today and they're trending. The first one was the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Who did the casting on this? I just can't with who plays Amber Heard. So they have like a skinnier guy playing Johnny Depp. But does the he voice, not even look like him at all? No, he does. He does. He's like all dressed up with a ponytail and he does like his delivery. Okay, was like this. Sure. Oh my God. You have to see the Amber Heard actress. They I'm just like, put a clown at her face. I would be so pissed. I, if I were Amber, I'd be like really back to the drawing board here. But also a new documentary inspired by Barney the Dinosaur. We all grew up with him, but there was a dark side. It just exploded. It was a cultural phenomenon. This is Barney, and this is what he sounded like. There was something larger going on here. I don't think you could ever think somebody would shoot someone. Wait, what? Yes! You're hooked. Right when it said that, I was like, oh, my God. Barney shot someone? No. Now you're starting a rumor, but it's on Peacock starting on October 12th. So if you have Peacock... Let us know so we can steal it from you. <laughs> Share your password. <laughs> and Mark Zuckerberg's Little League baseball card. How awkward. It looks so awkward. But it just sold at auction for $120,000. Funny, though. That must have been like the only time he ever played organized sports, right? And then he just uh, grew a big brain and and stole ideas. Was and he now really cut that two. much of a dork? I think he was a really was big he? dork. I, right? get, I get that he, you know, obviously was a, a pretty cerebral, not social guy. Wow. Well. And that's what led to, you know, him right. being a what a trillionaire now. Yeah. But someone has that in their house right now. Cool. And that is what's <laughs> trending. Radio Paparazzi. The Call Me Daddy podcast. Everybody was listening to it. Haley Bieber was on. She was not holding back. Over the next three paparazzis, you're going to uh, hear a lot of juicy stuff. So the first one was what everyone wants to hear. Did she steal Justin away from Selena? Were you ever with Justin romantically? at the same time as her no not not one time when him and i ever started like hooking up or like anything of that sort he was not ever in a relationship ever at any point i would never it's not my character to mess with someone's relationship i would just never do that like i can say period point blank i was never with him when he was in a relationship with anybody they were not in a relationship at that time it closed a chapter and it was the best thing that could have happened for him to move on there you go so i think she's being extremely open and honest and not holding back which uh, is what people want coolio very sad news passed away at the age of 59 this was my middle school he just played my birthday party a few years ago well you did a concert oh, it just happened to fall on your birthday it was my birthday party but um, was there yeah he was found dead on the floor in the bathroom at a friend's house he wasn't returning anyone's phone calls they rushed over and he was pronounced dead at the scene uh, apparent cardiac arrest is what they're saying. They still have to run a toxicology test, but he survived by six of his kids. I watched his celebrity wife swap the other day. He was never married, but it was like his so girlfriend. Swa- oh, I was going to say, who'd he swap? Uh, they'd been together for like, it was like common law. Sure. They'd been together forever, but um, 
Yeah. Just a was, nice guy, too. When we had him on the show last, he was promoting a cookbook. Yeah. Uh, he was the ghetto gourmet. Finger licking chicken. Fin, yeah. And he was well, he was a cut up. He was a very funny guy and uh, just kind of a sad loss for the music world. Uh, John Legend, speaking of the music world, he once had 12 Grammys and then it dropped down to 11. Well, we have some upstairs. I have five Grammys upstairs, but most of my trophies are at home in my piano bar. My nephew, when he was young... <laughs> He and his uh, other cousin were roughhousing around our apartment in New York, and they knocked a shelf over and broke one of my Grammys. Oh. And so we had to get it replaced. Man, sorry, Uncle John. <laughs> Can't you just get another one? Blowing out their candles today. Uh, Kevin Durant is 34. Singer Halsey is only 28. And Chrissy Metz of This Is Us is 42. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.